Hi everybody, happy Wednesday and welcome to another episode, episode 5 of Balagan Be Gone with Rebecca Saltzman. I'm so excited to be here. I hope everybody had a happy Purim. Um, so I wanted to talk to you some more about your journey to organization. Um, I've been getting great phone calls. Um, I want to talk to you guys about what to do with things that you don't want but that are expensive and that you can't really get rid of. <laughs> what do you do? You know, you feel bad because it's expensive, but you know, you don't want to just throw it away. Uh, and specifically, somebody asked me about silverware. Should she melt it down? I don't think that this is the great use of resources. Um, if you have something that's expensive, I would try to sell it. Um, in the case of silverware, there's a great website called replacements.com and they buy silverware um, and dishes and all this kind of thing. So if you wanted to change your china pattern, they're a great resource to call if you have pieces from your old set left that are still in good condition. They also take silverware and crystal and different kinds of things. If you don't know the name of the pattern, don't worry. You can take a photograph and upload it to their website um, and they'll match it for you and decide if they want to buy it. Um, but if not, you can also sell it on eBay, you could sell it on Craigslist. There's all sorts of things you could do to sell it. Uh, people want to buy stuff and I don't think that silver in particular at this juncture is really worth the cost of melting it down. Um, I think it's more valuable as silverware. Um, but this is true not just with silverware, it's true with, you know, um, an expensive piece of art maybe that you no longer want. Oh, somebody else will want it. You can sell it. Um, but the truth is, is even if you have something that's expensive, just because it's expensive doesn't mean that everybody will want to buy it. So you have to find the right sales funnel to, to sell it. Um, and you have to be honest with yourself, like, how much is it really worth? It's worth $300 new, but used, the value depreciates right away. So if you bought it for $300, you didn't use it, or maybe use it a few times, getting $150 for it would be an excellent, excellent sale price. So just try to be honest with yourself about how much it's still really worth and how much you can afford to let it go for. And the truth is, is if it's just sitting there not doing you any good, then, then or you're not using it, then it's not doing you any good. So it's best to move on. And the other thing about moving on with it, selling it or donating it or however you get rid of it, um, is that when you make room in your life, new bracha can come to you. So, so if you are having trouble with something or something's not going your way or, or if you look around and see what can I get rid of, what can I move on from my life, then I think that new possibilities, new things, new exciting things can, can come your way when you let go of the old things that are holding you down. So don't be afraid to purge the things that you're really, really not using. Um, which is a great lead-in into my next question is, what should I do with my kids' artwork? My kids are coming home with a lot of artwork. What should I do with it? Um, and it's overflowing and I don't know what to do with it and it's just, it's too much for me. So here's what I do with my kids' artwork. When they bring home something, I decide right away, is this a treasure, is this a keep forever, or is it just a project that the teacher helped them with that I don't really need to keep, um, like it's mostly a teacher project, or is it something 
that like it's okay but it's not really their best piece once I decide what what it is I can decide what to do with it automatically anything that comes home I take a picture of them holding it uh, or I used to anyways not much artwork comes home anymore I took a picture of them holding the piece of artwork in my phone or my camera and so the great thing about it is is that I get a picture like I could see the stage that they're at and I have a picture of them and it's really like a nice thing to look back at. They're so cute when they do that and like they're really proud of their artwork so it's nice. Um, and then I can decide like is it a keep forever. If it's a keep forever I keep a bin, a small bin with each art, each child's artwork. So a bin for each child and I really cull through the best pieces. So at the end of the year I'll go through whatever's in there and I'll purge anything that's not really great even if I thought it was great when I first put it in the box. Um, if it's really something that the teacher did, like I said, I'll take a picture of it, but I don't need to keep something that the teacher really did, um, especially if it's not like personalized or really sentimental or anything like that. So I let it go. Um, I recycle it or, or I throw it in the trash, whatever it is. Um, and if it's something that's like so-so, again, I'll recycle it. Like it's not the best piece. I don't, I don't need to keep it forever. So um, that's what I do with my kids' artwork. I, this is a really great system for me. I love scrolling through the pictures on my phone or on my computer when I upload them to back them up. Um, and it's really like, it's a great, to me, it's a great sense of pride. I can see their progress in a really, uh, nice way. And I don't have to, you know, pull out any bins or store any paper. And, and that's, that's really nice. Um, projects that come home, that were like fancy Purim uh, Megillot or, or maybe a Haggadah for Pesach, those I saved. But I only really saved them from like year to year because, you know, every year they make a new one. So um, the last year that they made them, I still have the ones from the last year, but anything that was before that, I don't really have anything that, that's older than the present year. Um, they haven't come home with anything in a while, so... I have maybe the ones that are two or three years old. They still like to look at it, but probably soon I'll get rid of them. Um, so that's what I do with kids' artwork. Um, I want to spend the rest of this time speaking to you guys about Pesach. Um, Pesach is like looming large. It's, it's only four weeks away. We're getting close. Um, but I don't want you to be stressed. Pesach is not, not, not worth getting stressed about. I want it to be your goal to get to the Pesach Seder, calm and relaxed and enjoying Pesach. This doesn't matter if you're making Seder for 20, if you're making Seder for 10, whatever it is, if you're making it for 50. You can get there and you can be relaxed. So I first want to tell you about my website, uh, Balagan Begone, B-A-L-A-G-A-N-B-E-G-O-N-E dot com. And if you go to the uh, giveaway section on the website and you click on uh, Pesach Workbook, you can download my Pesach Workbook, um, which is an Excel spreadsheet, which will take you through each step of preparing for Pesach, all the things that you need and, and everything like that. So I want to hear from you guys if you guys have access to, to the website um, and if you can download it. If you can't download it, I'll go through each page. I will... I will specifically describe each page for the next few weeks and we'll go through it and you can write it down and make your own spreadsheet. Um, if not, um, I will, 
have you download it and we'll still go through each page, but I won't explicitly explain like what's in each column and what's in each row. So, so let me know what you guys uh, are able to do because I really want you all to download the spreadsheet and I really want to go through it with you. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to get you organized for Pesach. So if you have any specific questions about Pesach, I really want to deal with those and handle those. So leave me a voicemail um, and let me know what are your specific questions. What, what can we tackle that's like really important to you? Um, and I'm going to go through uh, a few more classes just to get us there and we'll talk about that. I'll still take regular questions if you have any regular questions that aren't related to Pesach about organizing. Um, and yeah, so I'm really excited. I just also want to let you guys know that um, on Wednesdays will be my official day. So head to Akara Sabayas on Wednesdays and look for a new Balagan Begon segment. And uh, of course, I'm here for you if you need me, if you want to talk to me. You could email me through my website. It's uh, also Rebecca, I spell my name R-E-B-E-K-A-H at balaganbegone.com. So you can also email me if you don't want to leave me a voicemail. That's fine too. Um, whatever you guys want, I want to talk to you in the way that's most comfortable for you. So let me know and keep me posted. And in the meantime, I want everybody to have a rest of uh, a happy rest of the week. Um, and I want you to feel calm and relaxed going into Shabbos. It's a good way to feel calm and relaxed going into Pesach. You, you can do this because, as I always say, Hashem keeps you organized. Or you can say to yourself, Hashem keeps me organized. Repeat it to yourself over and over again as a mantra. Hashem keeps me organized. Just remember that. And I think that organization will be a lot easier for you. So, again, I'm happy to talk to you guys and I'm looking forward to all the calls I'm going to get. And uh, I wish you guys an incredible week. And I will speak to you all next Wednesday. Have a great day.